0: I'm Kirsten Pandra, I'm Professor of Strategy and Innovation and Director of the Centre for Technology, Innovation and Engagement, so the, the group is dedicated to investigate innovation processes in different types of organisations.
1: And I'm Tony Morgan, I'm currently an Associate Professor in Innovation Management Practice. Before this I worked in industry for about 30 years. Uh, for the last 20, that was at IBM, where I held senior roles in technology and innovation. For example, I was the chief innovation officer of one of IBM's business units for the UK and Ireland. So I'm an academic, but also an innovation practitioner at heart. Today on the Leeds University Business School Research and Innovation podcast, we're going to talk about corporate innovation and particularly the strategic challenges of balancing innovation in the core business, whilst also developing the new opportunities of tomorrow. I think a good place to start would be to discuss what we really mean by corporate innovation. Uh, how how do academics define corporate innovation?
0: well we see the corporate innovation about is being about consistently and systematically building a portfolio of new businesses with the potential to replace potentially replace existing businesses so the emphasis is on actually two aspects corporate innovation is not just about building a new product or just a new service uh, because not every new product or new service requires developing the entire new business. Developing a new business will, probably, will definitely require developing a new product or developing a new, a new service. And the other aspect is, of course, you would like to do this consistently and systematically. Tony. As you know, innovation very often happens by chance. There is a lot of serendipity going on, and we have to live with that. But in the corporate context, you would like to create the environment that this that this chance events happen a little bit more systematically. So I know that it's a little bit of an oxymoron, but this is one of the one of the challenges uh, of corporate innovation. I can, for example, give you uh, uh, give you a case uh, of Ericsson, which we work very closely for a couple of uh, now uh, four years. How they see corporate innovation, for example, Ericsson, who is manufacturer of advanced uh, uh, network equipment uh, in the telecom sector. They have business units. The business units, of course, are closely aligned with the customers. Their large R&D department is closely aligned with the business units. So they are extremely efficient in innovating for their existing customer within their well, you know, well-defined specification, and of course, using. Uh, improving their, their, their products. but they realize that they might be le- that they, they are less successful in really exploring these new market opportunities that are very uncertain. Uh, they are maybe less good in exploring this novel technology like in their case like IoT, because they are very, these, uh, these things are obviously uh, obviously often associated with very ambiguous business model they require, they they have to deal with emerging ecosystem where the potential partners are not the partners they are used to. And they they thought that, well, they are somehow uh, not performing that well in this type of innovation. Uh, and so that uh, suggests that one of the challenges for corporates is to dealing with these different type of it, types of innovation because where, the, where there are different degrees of market uncertainty, technological uncertainty, you know different types of, of business models. And of course on a very strategic level, the corporates, of course, as you know from your IBM past, uh, they have to protect the legacy, the consistency with the past, because, of course, they are large because they were successful. They also have to perform well in the, in the present uh, because of all this quarterly reporting. But they need to think about how to stay relevant in the future. And the future might not necessarily be the same as the past. So uh, Tony, I assume that IBM experienced similar challenges, do you agree?
1: Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I think IBM is a fascinating example, really, of a company that drives disruptive innovation, but it's also been disrupted itself a number of times. IBM you know, IBM's an incumbent, as you say, in, in a lot of markets. And in those businesses, there's a huge focus on innovation in the existing core business, looking to drive efficiency, improve customer, customer satisfaction, and so on. But another key part of IBM's strategy is also constantly focused on what the company calls restless reinvention, and that's about approaches like technology horizon scanning, market scanning, to find, develop and really commercialise the next big thing. And if we want to talk about examples, I think a great example is IBM Watson, that's IBM's set of artificial intelligence capabilities. For an initial research project, IBM's created an emerging technology business unit, developed Watson in line with customer needs and take it to market. And at the start the revenues were small. Effectively it was an investment unit. But now it's a core part of IBM's business and the profit or loss makes it critical to IBM's overall results. I think another great example is quantum computing. That's a very early stage at the moment, but watch this space because quantum is really one of IBM's big technology bets for the future. So Crystal, I know you've mentioned already you've worked a lot with Ericsson. How are they responding to these challenges?
0: Uh, well, I think that in the last decade, Ericsson tried with a very, very, very different responses. Uh, But broadly, I think that what they did is what most organizations actually do. We call this structural ambidexterity, which means that they somehow try to separate the units that are more focused on core business, on core customers, even if this requires... Uh, really advancing technologies, but they are somehow working in the area that from a market and technological perspective that they know, and they separate these units from maybe smaller units that are somehow exploring new markets and maybe new technologies. Uh, The difference in Ericsson was that in the, uh, the big change they made that in the past, these exploration efforts were relatively fragmented. So the business units will have different subunits that will do this. Uh, but with the recent strategic uh, change at Ericsson when they decided to focus a little bit, the uh, focus more strategically, the outcome was that they somehow centralized this exploration effort. So they established a new uh, relatively large business unit uh, with the title, with the name, uh, business, uh, business area, technology, and emerging businesses. So there is a bigger unit which is now really focused on exploring, with a clear mandate on exploring beyond their core businesses. So in Ericsson case, that would look at, uh, they would look at uh, different IoT applications, uh, think, uh, focus on cloud and edge computing, and also autonomous vehicles. So. Uh, our group uh, tried to investigate how this uh, unit is managed. And I think that, of course, we, we came with uh, some uh, overall framework, which we call seven pillars of corporate innovation. This unit has to have, again, clear strategy. There are strategic challenges. How focus is going to be this exploration, or are you really going to pursue multiple opportunities? Uh, it's interesting that on the corporate level, this is very often not just about the problem solving for a customer, it's much more about market creation because the customers do not really know about these new categories. Uh, uh, Now, you want to have also uh, a corporate uh, entrepreneurship engine, so you want to have uh, a systems that uh, people actually can come with the new ideas and you can develop these new ideas from the very beginning to the commercialization in these strategic areas that they decided to explore. Uh, a lot of here is about collaboration. It's about openness. Uh, but not just a typical R&D collaboration with universities or maybe with your customers, but also try to look for different types of companies that, uh, for example, Ericsson didn't collaborate before. There are a lot of questions about the business models and, uh, and of course, uh, not surprisingly about the culture, but I would emphasize one aspect. In the corporate context, if you want to run such units, it is a lot about having management talent, not just engineering talents, not just entrepreneurial talents, but also management talent.
1: Uh, it's really interesting that you mention uh, management talent. Uh, from my own experience, managing innovation is a key skill set in itself. I've, I know we both think that. Um, a good innovation manager has got a really wide range of skills facilitation, design thinking, collaboration, change management, and we shouldn't forget the commercial expertise. They also have a very large kit bag of tools and techniques for managing, developing and delivering innovation. And I think from my perspective, it's great to see innovation management being valued much more highly these days and across so many industries, not just in technology. If you're a startup, an SME, a large established organization, managing innovation is really critical to your business. So looking forward, it's going to be really interesting to see how many organizations invest in innovation management skills and resources as they look to innovate rather than cost cut the way out of the current crisis. So, Custo' it's been a great conversation. But looking at my watch, I think um, I think we are running out of time. How would you summarize the the main messages from our discussion?
0: Well, for me, always when it comes to corporate innovation, the main message is that companies have to understand this as a management challenge and as a strategic challenge. So this is not just an engineering challenge or scientific challenge, but you have to have uh, you know managerial capacity. know to organize for 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 innovation uh and it's very important that organizations get this right and if this is a management challenge then it's very obvious that you have to have this managerial talent managerial capacity to successfully run uh, an innovative company
1: yeah i think innovation managers as we said the specialist unique and valuable skills
0: well, we would definitely like to keep this conversation going if you're interested in finding out more, including about our research in this area, or would you like uh, just to get in touch? Our contact details are available in the episode description.
1: Thank you, Gustav. I've, as always, enjoyed talking to you. Um, and thanks to everyone for listening to this episode.